podcast listeners, welcome to Everyday Explorations, where we explore whatever's on my mind. I'm your host, Jen Zapla. Today, we welcome Heather. Heather is a dedicated and motivated serial entrepreneur, and today we will learn about what has pushed her to shift between careers and industries, what might help others who are considering a jump. Hello, and welcome, Heather, to my podcast today. I've known Heather for many years, and over the course of the time I've known her, she has shifted and switched careers like a couple of times to very different industries, but regardless of what she has been doing, she always, always is so completely invested in everything that she does and works so hard. So I'm going to welcome you And tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do, what you've done, what you want to do, all of it. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Jen. Thank you so much for having me today. I hope that I give you some information that might be of use to someone somewhere. I don't know where. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I'm Heather Merchant. Um, I'm a small business entrepreneur. I have been all over the place from all kinds of different industries. Um, and um, I guess like I'm a type A, I was raised by type Bs, maybe type Cs. <laughs> and I can remember um, being in the car as a little kid and being like, we don't have, you know, going somewhere and being like, oh my God, we don't have a plan. <laughs> what are we doing? Um, and, you know, looking back, I think my parents like, approach with that type B was really great. Um, gave me a lot of freedom to make my own decisions. Um, they didn't put a lot of, like, they gave me a lot of room to just be myself and to explore um, things that were right for me. And, you know, there was only the expectation that I would go to college. It didn't really matter what I did with it or, you know, what I wanted to study. It was never anything. So my parents just let me be pretty free and um, pretty independent. Um, and I, I try to channel that with my own son now, but I think that freedom um, really has molded me into what I am um, and what I'm definitely not. Yeah. So um, I guess just as an entrepreneur, I started my first business when I was like 10. Um, what was your first business? I would walk around the neighborhood with my little pamphlets um, when it would snow to do snow removal. So yeah. you just shoveled, shoveled driveways? Yeah, some, I got some friends together and we would shovel driveways and uh, split the profit and and it was great. <laughs> Wait, did you like print these out or did you like write them in crayon? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, one of my best friends, her parents were, um, they had their own business and they like had all these old printers and stuff in the basement and copy machines and we would like make little wow things on copy machines that we could distribute through the neighborhood and you know I was I was never very good at shoveling because I'm I'm pretty tall on my feet so So (laughs) but I was great at knocking on the door and being like hey let me uh tell you about this business that we have (laughs) did a lot of people take you up on it oh yeah yeah I mean I'm sure we did pretty shoddy work but uh yeah they paid us and uh it was like a thing for a while (laughs) Wow, I'm I'm impressed. I did not know this part of your history. So yeah. you've always been like the go-getter in the I have, yeah. And then as soon as I was like old enough to work, like at a real job, I think I was 14, I could get like some permit to like 
were under 16 or whatever and I was like sign this mom and she's like okay fine um so I mean they were they'd awesome they would drive me there I worked at a cavern giving tours yeah um but I've always had like some sort of job um ever so since I can remember what is it that has driven you to choose the specific things you did so you're a kid and you're like I'm gonna shovel driveways or like you go to college like I'm like what are you gonna like how do you choose what job you're going to get or what major you're going to take? There's a lot. I think I'm just like a total geek for business. Like, I don't think the service matters as much as like creating the experience that the business is going to deliver or like creating the essence of a business and all the little pieces, putting them together. I think that's what interests me the most. The service to me is easy part right like if I can't do it hire someone that's really good at it right yeah I think that although I've skipped around a lot I think that that's probably the meat of it um I think also I'm an explorer right like I I always I'm an adventurer I am a seeker so I like I think I learn stuff at one spot and then I'm like oh that opens up this whole other possibility in, in life let me explore that and see where that takes me you know yeah. Well, are there specific things that drive you? Do you have like a purpose or a, a motivation or something that you're working toward that coalesces and brings those things together? I mean, I guess I think that, you know, just the, I think as an explorer, there is no end, right? I think it took me a long time to realize this. Like for yeah. me, there's no end, right? Like, so I, the thought of working at a, at the same job for 40 years, like nine to five on the time and effort system scares the hell out of me. Like I couldn't do it. I would die every day. And I think it's great. I'm there. We need people in the world that can do it for sure. Like that's what keeps the world moving forward <laughs> in a lot of ways, but it, it ain't me, babe. Like <laughs> I'm just not, it's not me. So just keep pushing my boundaries, like learning new things. Like I love working with other people after I've learned the other entrepreneurs to help them kind of ignite their fire and that way they can serve whatever purpose they're supposed to do Uh, I think that's what excites me um okay probably what drives me I guess I don't know say I can really relate to what you're saying about not focusing on the same things and exploring things and changing things I think growing up at least for me I definitely had this conception that you finish high school and then you go to college and you get out of college and then you just get a job and then you just kind of coast and like that's your life like I always thought that was what was supposed to happen and it hasn't been what has happened for me or what's happened for many of my friends if not most of my friends yeah and it's not even what I want like to your point like I I am constantly reinventing myself like thinking about what I want to be doing and even if I've stayed at the same job for a number of years I'm doing different things in my personal life all the time. And I'm working on growing and building and changing and right. all the time, but there's not an end to that learning process. Yeah. I hope not. Like, I hope I'm like 90 tinkering with something crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like still jumping out of airplanes when you're a grandma, that kind of let's thing. Do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll meet yeah. you there. <laughs> I will. All right. If we're 90, you jump first. I'll, I, I will. I've done it before. I'll do it again. You jump first. I'll make a plan of how I'm going to land once you do it. So let me see it done. 
Oh man. Well, hopefully we, <laughs> hopefully we'll make it to that point and then we can have another podcast to talk about what it was like jumping out of a plane when we're 90. Although I don't know if podcasting will still be a thing then, but we'll see. Yeah. So tell me more about your journey then and what has driven you to move from one area to another throughout that process. Um, okay. So like, um, so I guess I've told you about, you know, just working at different varied things. Um, I worked at a florist for a long time throughout high school and college. Um, I graduated, you know, it's, it's time for a real job. I did, I found a job, um, again, speaking of that explorer me at a travel industry in the travel industry, which is where we met and I worked my way up there um, to be director of sales. I really loved everything to do with the business aspect there. Like I love creating experiences for people. It was just a really awesome job. There was also a lot of things about that job that taught me um, yeah. a lot about how to be a leader, or how not to be a leader. Um, and a lot of things that I think I transferred later down the line. So that, that position um, kind of came to a, a point where I was like, you know what, I need to make a shift. And uh, from there, I went into the hotel industry because uh, travel industry and hotel industry are really closely aligned, um, hospitality. I worked with some really great companies um, for a number of years, um, running the sales um, departments for the particular properties that they had. And I really enjoyed that. Um, but there was always this like feeling inside of me that I just couldn't like, and I come home on the weekends and I would read business books and I come home and just like, there's something I couldn't put my finger on. It's not right. It's not right. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, I was like, also, I was kind of like, I, you know, I don't want to wear heels anymore. I don't wear a suit. Can I just do something cool? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, like that drive, finally, I came to me like, you need to start your own business. Like, you know, and so I was like, again, like, the service doesn't matter to me as much as what the building the business around it. So I was like, you know what, what, what can I do that I am actually good at on a service level? Um, and that I can kind of get my feet wet with the business and try out. Um, so I opened a floral design studio, um, because I worked through college and high school and stuff, working at a florist, I knew I could design really well. I knew I could add some edge to that um, that industry. Um, and I built a brand that really resonated with brides. It was a little edgier. Um, it was like kind of on the cusp of like, you know, all those Pinterest weddings and stuff. And it was like, all these brides were already trying to create an experience for their weddings. Um, but like the industry maybe hadn't like really caught up to that point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I kind of like, I thought, okay, well, I can fill that need, right? Like I can help people bring their, their experience alive in a bigger sense. Like, I feel like a wedding is kind of like showcases your personality to your friends and who you guys are going to be as a couple. And like, for me, flowers really express, have a lot of expressive qualities, right? Like color and the way that the drama around them and stuff. So, yeah. um, so I did that. Um, and it was actually pretty successful. We were booked out and, um, it was a really fun adventure. Um, then in 2016, um, I was pregnant with my little boy and my husband, we, you know, like I always knew that that was a starter business for me. 
Um, okay. but my so husband never, never thought of that as like, this is the thing that I want to do. Like you knew that was just the the first step. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that was kind of the first step for me. Like, I didn't know if that meant like I was going to open some big flower shop later that did crazy event stuff, or it was just going to be a different business. I just knew it was going to be a starter step for me. Got and it. that was like the hardest step ever as an entrepreneur is that first step, like leaving your, especially like an independent, like I'm very financially independent, like, or was, um, man, now I'm, you're kind of entwined now, but like, I'm just an independent person. So like yeah. jumping out of your, your paycheck into a place where you don't know how long it's going to be to your pain. You know, you don't know if it's going to work. You know, you're really, it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it is scary. You don't know um, if something happens to you, if you're going to be insured. What, what, like, if yeah, like it was just really, I, I mean, looking back, it's funny how scared I was, but I think people that might relate to it that are on the cusp of that, right? They really want to do something outside of the realm or like jump out and start their own business. I mean, it's so scary. <laughs> Yeah, um, it doesn't seem as scary to me now, but it definitely did. Then. Um, what did, what would you tell people who are afraid to start? You know, I don't know. It's a, such a personal thing. Like, I would say work on being comfortable, being uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, or like, just know that you're not going to like, you, you need to make a plan and you need to know how you're going to make it happen. But just know that that plan, once you start, is probably going to change a lot. Um, yeah. And you just got to be fluid with it and let it and see what works and what doesn't and adjust um, and constantly be evolving. Because, you know, as a small business owner or as a large business owner, I mean, there's a lot of hats you're wearing, right? You have to learn about a lot about a lot of different things. Um, and you have to be the leader for the people that hire. So they're looking at you for leadership. So, um, yeah, just be comfortable, just trust in your own intuition and, you know, follow it through. So be, be ready to be flexible and be ready to be uncomfortable, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to do. Yeah. But like my husband and I always say, like, there's that famous in the arena quote. And it's like, you know, like I'd rather be in the arena getting kicked in the face by the bull and be dirty and marred and scarred <laughs> being in the stands or out in the parking lot any day so, yeah and you yeah. do it like you've definitely brought that to your to your game here so you decide that you're going to make the shift things are happening in your life like your personal life is changing in ways yeah that and then my husband his um trust company that he he um is a financial advisor um an investment management kind of guy and the firm that he worked for was being acquired, mm. uh, which left this like big opportunity um, for us. We'd always kind of talked about like, maybe taking that and, and, and opening like a very specialty type of firm. Um, and so the opportunity in the world just kind of presented itself. Um, and I was kind of at this point where like I was going to have this baby and um, I was kind of at a a good point for me to either decide to to see what I wanted to do right um and how we were going to like forge ahead um so I was like you know let's do it let's let's open our own firm I'll join you I'll go back to you know doing I'll create the business I'll run the brand I'll you know do the, the customer experience and 
um, all of that. And he does the advising and investment management and all that state stuff. Um, so yeah, so we uh, had a newborn. <laughs> and started a business. That sounds easy. And uh, he quit his uh, his job. <laughs> yeah, and we went out together and started a new firm. It's been really successful, though. It's been great. We had to it, some finessing to learn how to work together. <laughs> that was probably <laughs> the hardest part. Both of us are. Uh, very type A. Both of us are used to being in charge. Both of us don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> oh, so that that must have been that's a really stressful and interesting thing, though. You know, you come to this point. I think many people would say, like, "Oh, this is not a good time for me to start this new thing and go into this danger zone." Yeah, we're like, "Let's jump, let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> but for you, that's like a, a stepping off point. Like, my entire world is changing, so I'm just going to change it even more. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I haven't had any sleep anyway, so let's roll. <laughs> I can get some stuff done while I'm not sleeping. That's yeah, meaningful. Yeah. Man. All right. So you do all these different kind of things. Do you feel like now you've found this purpose or do you still feel like there's a drive? Like, is the learning part really the purpose that the process really the purpose for you? Yeah, I think it's probably more the learning and the process. Um, I feel like I'm starting to chip away at like maybe what, I mean, I don't know if like everyone has a purpose. I mean, I, I hope so, right? But <laughs> yeah. like, I think that like, I'm starting to chip away at what that purpose means. And I think it really is more of like, keeping on the path for myself of pushing my boundaries and keep learning. But I also like maybe figuring out a way, and I and I have been doing more of this, but like how to help other people um, make that jump, how to make other people fire up, how to make other people's businesses like better. And yeah, probably in terms of like branding um, and messaging and that type of thing, and like giving a business soul, right? Because there's so many businesses out there that have a brand or believe a brand is just colors and fonts and your logo, right? And that's not your brand. Like, if that's what you think a brand is, then your brand has absolutely no soul behind it. <laughs> so helping people develop or bring out, like, what that soul is, is something that um, really interests me. Um, it's what I've done in the past with other businesses or my businesses. And yeah. So what, what's your, your personal brand? Tell me, what is in your soul? Oh, I don't know. There's a lot in there. <laughs> Too much to um, I, it's probably the same thing I think personally I'm an explorer I love to travel more than anything like yeah. <laughs> I mean maybe not more than my son and my husband but uh travels pretty far up there I probably sell everything I have to to, <laughs> to travel I mean it's just like it's travel I think is so important right like you I mean we've all learned it from quarantine like uh, you stay in one place for too long, your world gets so small and you're, you get really parochial with your opinions and your everything that bothers you bothers you so much more. Like your problems seem like so momentous. And then you travel, you get outside of that, you see different yeah. perspectives and you come back like just a kinder, like more open person, which yeah. and the small things don't really matter. It's <laughs> a lot bigger when you get out there and see it. Yeah. Yes. So that's probably, that's probably my 
personal, like, I don't know if that's my personal, like, thing, but, like, that's probably something that's super important to me. All right. Awesome. So you've shared a lot about it, where you came from, where you've gone to. What do you think's next for you? Do you know? No, I don't think I'll ever know. I mean, again, it's probably that same thing, just, like, um, running our firm, getting it to be, you know, we have a lot of really cool stuff in the works, it, like that is like kind of coming to be in our firm um, yeah. that we're not like quite ready to share yet, but like a lot of stuff that we're working on there, I'm excited about um, in the near term, in the longer term. Uh, I don't know, like maybe it's some consulting work. Um, you know, I don't really know. Um, during lockdown, I went back to school um, and went through uh, the professional studies for George Washington University in DC and got a, did a ton of coursework in digital marketing. Um, I've had a lot of traditional experience, um, but the world changes so fast digitally. Um, and that gets me pretty excited about possibilities for the future and um, ways to hone my skills there. So, so see. focusing on digital marketing in the future and who the heck knows what your next industry will be. Who knows, but I know whatever it is, I mean, they're always a common theme. It's always just building the business and the, the idea and the core of it um, and whatever industry, you know. Awesome. Yeah, I think, I think we covered a lot of the topics that I wanted to talk about. I think you're a really interesting person to follow along. Of course, I always want to know more about how you actually start a business, but from the past conversation that we've had about it, my recollection was, I don't know, I just did it. So if you have anything um, more clear to share, that's awesome. But if not, I mean, are you talking about like, like the logistics of starting a business? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like filing for an EIN number and like I've no, I mean, I have no or... idea what goes into it at all. But you, you are intimately aware of these things. Yeah. So just on like a, you know, very logistics level you decide on what you want to do you decide on the name you go you you register that with your state you register it with the um with the federal government you get your ein number which is kind of like your your business uh social security <laughs> and you pay all of the little setup fees and you're pretty much that's that's I mean, there's a couple more steps into it from there, but you know, your locality, you need to register for a business license. And, um, you know, you, then you, if you decide on you're going to be a brick and mortar, there's some things that go into that. Um, you, like before you even do that stuff, do you like build out a business plan? I mean, I guess it probably depends. Like if you need financing, then you need a business plan. You got to take that to a bank, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that, I think a lot of, people these days, it's more of like, I don't know that it's a bank finance type thing, more of like a personal investment or getting other investors to back you. Um, I don't know. I mean, I might be wrong about banking loans for that, but uh, there are like, there is a small business uh, administration. Um, I believe they do loans. I don't know a lot about the, that part, but yes, like before you register your name and all of that, you should know pretty intimately what you want to do, what but who you're going to serve. Um, Is that the most important part, do you think, of starting a business? Like knowing who you're going to serve and what you're going to serve them, like why you want to do that, what gap you're filling? 
Yeah, I think the why, like the why and what gap you're filling um, is probably the most important part. Like your target, um, I don't know. Like I think your target market is pretty important. Um, but sometimes that changes, right? Like sometimes you think you're going to serve a particular market and then you get out there and your brand really doesn't resonate with that market or you find a different market, you know? So that, it, I yeah. mean, that can change, but yeah, I does. guess it's the core of who you are and what, what it is that you want to offer to the world. I, I feel like it's hard to know sometimes depending on the type of service that you're interested in. You know, if, if you have something that you're interested in doing, like it's really sometimes hard to make that connection about like why what you're doing is special and different or how that's going to work for other people, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that it's a hard question to answer really, because everyone starts a business for a different reason, right? So some people really love their trade, like, or they really love, they have a passion for fashion or like, you know, like, I don't know, whatever it is they're doing. So like sometimes building a business is all about offering up what you love to do, right? Or what you are good at doing. Or, yeah. you know, for me, that's not necessarily what it was for me. Um, it's more for me about building that experience and that brand and like that business portion. So I think I come at it in a different way than some other people would come at it. So I think my advice would probably be different um, than someone that said, like, is really good at making tables, you know, like, you know, you're going to make tables and you're, and you know why you make these tables and you know where you source your tables and you have relationships with, I mean, with the places that you source the lumber, um, you know, so you like, before you go out and you start your table business, you make sure that you can first get all your materials at a price that you're going to be able to sell a table for, right? And you need to make sure you have space to make these tables and you need to make sure you have skills. They actually look like a table when you're done, right? And then you need to make sure that you can uh, take that table to market and the people that you're going to sell it to, the price point's right, right? And that your the marketing that you created, the experience you create about it speaks to their soul. So when they see that table, they have to have it, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, so there's, it, there's a lot of different things to think about, um, and it's a lot of different reasons for doing it, so. Yeah, I guess everybody's journey is their own. That's the, yeah. that's the story at the end. Yeah, some people are like the analytical types. They're like super planned out, and, you know, they have business plans for days, and um, then you've got like the more creator types that are just like, I want to take, I can make a table. I'm starting a business. I'll build the rest of it around, around that. Yeah. And it works. They both work for different people and different. It just, I think it's just being authentic to yourself. Yeah. At the end, know. Working hard. Working hard. <laughs> being willing to be afraid. And being open to. I mean, like I said before, in a business, you wear a lot of different hats, and not all of them fit quite right, right? But you still have to wear them, and you still have to figure out. <laughs> Right. how to make it work so well awesome thanks for having this conversation with me I had a lot of yeah, fun I don't know how helpful I am but no you know talking to people is always helpful finding out different perspectives opens up everyone's world a little bit more and we both are explorers so continuing to explore the world whether it's through your eyes or through anyone who's listening they get to hear both of our views and opinions and that's fun and interesting. So this is a great conversation. Thanks for having it with me. 
Thank you, Jen. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us today. Stay tuned next time to find out what's on my mind.